Big PlayStation 5 restock coming to a store near you and more coming up on today's episode of the latest in tech news. Hey Gadgeteer, you're just in time for the latest episode of the world's fastest growing show on tech and gadget news. That's right, this is the latest in tech news. My name is Taylor Merrick and good morning, Friday morning, um, to those of you, well at least in the US, um, Hope you guys are having a great start to your day, and I do got some news for you guys that we'll be getting into shortly, including the uh, big PlayStation 5 restock um, being released. We'll also be taking a look at Twitter's rumored undo send feature. We'll also be taking a look at Facebook's new AI teaches itself to see um, by itself. Uh, essentially, not entirely, but it's eh, kind of interesting enough. We'll also be taking a look at Razer entering the audio glasses arena with Anzu Eyewear. Nubia's new Red Magic phone. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. It's one of the beefier smartphones, so we'll definitely be taking a look at that. And finally, we'll be taking a look at Alphabet's Moonshot Lab, working on a device to give people superhuman hearing but uh more, more details to follow but uh always want to keep in touch with what you guys are up to and what's going on with you guys and and i'm always open to comments so by all means leave a comment down below if you're watching via video uh leave a comment um on the website uh leave a comment or a review if you're listening to this via podcast or get in touch with the show directly we are on social media and uh, we do have an email that you can use, technewsgadget at gmail.com. And with that being said, let's hop on over to today's feature story. All right. Now, this is um, a day old, but they published this article like later in the afternoon. So it's kind of... Eh. There's a big PlayStation 5 restock uh, being released by GameStop and Walmart. Uh, it's been released between them giving PlayStation fans their best chance of securing an order so far this month. And I know you're all like, we're going nuts over to PlayStation 5. I'm sick and tired of having to look on eBay to try and order it from there. They're price gouging. Um, and you always have to pay like three, four, five, six hundred plus more just to get the console. Just like in 2020, PlayStation 5 stock has been extremely limited and restocks are dripping at a very slow rate. And when restocks do drop for the console, they usually vanish within minutes. So hopefully this article hits you um, with enough time to actually get something. Not only have most restocks been insufficient in size, but demand continues to be through the roof. And scalpers with their bots continue to prey on stock in hopes of reselling it for a substantial profit. The first of the restock was GameStop, which released a new PlayStation 5 stock today, but limited it to bundles. In other words, there's no option to buy just a console. Instead, PlayStation fans had to splash extra cash for additives like games and subscriptions. At the moment of writing this, the restock is flickering on and off, so there may be a chance to nab the bundle if you haven't already. The other restock is dropping at the moment of publishing, and that stock comes away of Walmart. In other words, it's available, and it's not limited to bundles. Not only is Walmart selling the console outright, it is selling both the $500 standard and a $400 all-digital version. That said, when it comes to PlayStation 5 restocks, everything changes almost instantly, which means by the time you're reading this or hearing this, all of this information may be outdated and incorrect. Right now, there's no word of additional restocks, nor any additional waves from either GameStop or Walmart. That said, not only do follow-up waves of 
stock release without notice, but many retailers are releasing stock without notice. Today, Walmart gave customers a head up of a couple hours, but GameStop randomly dropped its new stock. What does this mean? Well, it means the new stock could release today, despite the fact that no additional restocks have been announced at the moment. It's also worth pointing out that Costco released new PlayStation 5 stock today, so um, if you don't get anything there, maybe Costco, you can check out possibly a target. Otherwise, just keep an eye out, uh, maybe like check every day, a couple times a day, morning and night, um, if you're still in the uh, avenue for purchasing a PlayStation 5. I know I might be down the road, but we'll see how it goes. So hopefully this news hits you in enough time, or at least makes you aware of it, like, Oh yeah, if I want to get to PlayStation, I should probably keep an eye on it and uh, just keep an eye on it and then as quickly as you can, hop on over and then pick it up. So that's all the news that I got. All right, so for those of you on Twitter, Twitter has been working on a rumored undo send feature and they finally just posted a work in progress interface of what this feature could look like. This article comes to us from TheVerge.com and uh, it, it has an image that goes along with it. And for those of you wondering, hey, I'm listening to the podcast. How do I get the video? Well, you have to be a uh, supporter of the show. Details for that are at patreon.com forward slash tech news gadget. I'll leave a link in the show notes for you guys as well. But uh, if you support the show, not only do you get access to the video of the show, you also get access to an exclusive new gaming news podcast that I'm going to be coming out with available only to supporters of the show and some merch. So uh, those are three very big reasons why you should go visit patreon.com forward slash tech news gadget to learn more. Now, a potential animation for Twitter's long rumored undo send feature has been discovered, giving us our best look yet at how it might look um, and work. The interface shows Twitter's familiar your tweet was sent dialogue above a new undo button. The undo button doubles as a progress bar, which appears to show you how long you have to undo a tweet before it gets sent. Gmail offers a similar options for emails where it provides a short window to stop messages from being sent after clicking the send button. Undo send has been a rumored part of a maybe paid Twitter subscription tier list after it was first mentioned in a user survey last year, and it's been a feature you know they've been working on. It might not be the edit button that Twitter users have been requesting forever, which will probably never happen but it would still offer users the ability to quickly stop a tweet from posting if they spot a typo or a bad take. Um, or maybe they should just stop and think for a while and go, okay, before I hit send, stop. And then look and go, okay, now it looks good. And then just deal with it. There you go. That's how you do it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just Twitter doesn't appeal to me much anymore um, for a myriad of reasons. Um, none of which, uh, has to do with, um, oh wait, or maybe it does. I don't know. It, I don't, it, it, it seems to like have completely dropped off my list of important social networks to be following or, or present on, um, for number of years now, number of years. So, uh, that's my hot take and, uh, I ain't taking it back. All right, we got some Facebook news for you guys. They're actually working on a new AI uh, to teach itself to see with less human help. And by the way, I know you guys are probably wondering, 
how can I get the show notes? Um, head on over to technewsgadget.net for that. Otherwise, if you're listening on the podcast app of your choice right now, however you get more details, um, you can actually get the show notes with all the article links embedded uh, for today's show. Otherwise, if you're, I know the easiest way is that if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is swipe up and uh, you will get all the show notes and all the links that you want and tap away to your heart's content and enjoy. Uh, you got the images, you got the videos, you got the direct links, to the articles, a feature I always make sure to provide to each and every one of you. But to begin with the article, most artificial intelligence is still built on a foundation of human toil. Peer inside an AI algorithm and you'll find something constructed using data that was curated and labeled by an army of human workers. Now, Facebook has shown how some AI algorithms can learn to do useful work with far less human help. The company built an algorithm that learned to recognize objects and images with little help from labels. The Facebook algorithm called Seer fed on more than a billion images scraped from Instagram, deciding for itself which object objects look alike. Images with whiskers, fur, and pointy ears, for example, were collected into one pile. Then the algorithm was given a small number of labeled images, including some labeled cats. It was then able to recognize images as well as an algorithm trained using thousands of labeled examples of each object. The results are impressive, says Olga an assistant professor at Princeton University who specializes in AI and computer vision. Getting self-supervised learning to work is very challenging and breakthroughs in this space have important downstream consequences for improved visual recognition. Uh, it is notable that the Instagram images were not handpicked to make independent learning easier. Facebook research is a landmark for an AI approach known as self-supervised learning, says Facebook's chief scientist, Yan Bikun. Uh, as they pioneered the machine learning approach known as deep learning that involves feeding data to large artificial neural networks and then kind of seeing how it works out. So uh, there you go. So he goes on to talk about other things and um, it's actually kind of interesting because it, it just shows that AI is pretty crazy. I mean, obviously it's put together with the help of humans to some extent, but AI is kind of figuring itself out. Um Kind of creepy, kind of cool. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know down in the comments. All right, moving on to some gadget news. And I know if you guys are still wondering about the contest that we have going on, the giveaway, the chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card. Yes, that is still going on. Um, head on over to technewsgadget.net or actually I'm including it in the uh, podcast app that you guys are listening on a link for you guys to go and enter all you have to do is leave a review of this show and you will be entered to win an amazon 50 dollars gift card um, so make sure you grab that while you have the chance it does close on march 15th moving on cnet uh has this article handy it said Razer enters the audio glasses arena with Anzu eyewear. Now, for those of you who are still trying to figure it out, audio glasses are quickly becoming a thing. Last year, Bose followed its original frames with three second generation models, including the sporty Temple frames, and Amazon is selling the second gen of its Echo frames, while plenty of others like Razer are now jumping in on the smart glasses action. Razer Anzer, which comes in round and square versions in two different size options, is available now for $200 US. Um, but 
for those of you still trying to figure it out, uh, it, it's like a smart glass. It's not smart in in a way that you kind of think maybe a smart glass should be, but kind of like a simpler version. Um, the author hasn't tried them yet, but their design and specs don't appear to be so different from other models. The small size weighs 43 grams, while the large weighs 48 grams. The glasses include 35% blue light filtering lenses, along with a set of polarized sunglasses lenses that you can easily swap in. They have touch controls and an integrated 16mm speaker driver that fire directional sound toward your open ears. They're also IPX4 water-resistant, meaning they're splash-proof, so you can use them for running. Audio glasses work well for running and biking because they leave your ears open so you can hear traffic. Battery life is rated at up to 5 hours at moderate volume levels, and additional polarized lenses are available for 30 bucks. Now, it's worth noting, with Razer being a gaming lifestyle company, it's highlighting its low-latency Bluetooth technology, and it says the customized Bluetooth 5.1 connection brings industry-leading 60 millisecond latency for smooth, stutter-free sound. It also has a companion app for iOS and Android-enabled firmware updates. It lets you make EQ adjustments, access latency settings, and check battery status. You can also make calls with them and access your virtual assistant with a simple button press. Um, for those wondering, Razer has partnered with Lensable for prescription lenses, although more online replacement lens sites uh, can fit them well as well. That said, not sure how they sound. The author didn't get a chance to review them, but most audio sunglasses don't sound all that good and tend to be lacking in the bass department, and all of them tend to leak sound at higher volumes. The new Bose 2.0 frames are easily the best sounding on the market thus far, but Amazon's Echo frames are lighter and arguably more comfortable to wear. Uh, but it looks like the author will be getting their hands on a pair to review to see if they're worthy of the list of best audio glasses and sunglasses. Uh, and then, I don't know. If you if you have any thoughts in terms of whether you like it or not, there you go. You got you got the links. You got the you got everything. You can go take a look. Moving on to some uh, more gadget news, Nubia has a new Red Magic phone that came out, and I just gotta say, I I know what you guys are gonna say, Taylor. Why you keep drooling over uh, like smartphones? I like these kind of phones. They're cool. This one specifically uh, packs a 165 hertz screen and up to 18 gigs of RAM. Um, there's still an internal fan and it even lights up on a transparent edition. I don't know. It, they just, they, they look flashy. They look cool. They look a heck of a lot better than, you know, a boring little iPhone. Sorry. <laughs> but they look cool. I like smartphones that look cool. Can Can I at least lead with that? Okay. Nubia has come a long way since its first stuffed uh, cooling fan into its Red Magic gaming phones. Today, the Chinese brand is back with the Snapdragon 888-based Red Magic 6 series, which not only boasts a faster internal fan, but also two worlds first in a mobile market, a 165Hz display, and up to 18 gigs of RAM. On top of that, the phone offers up to 120-watt rapid charging, already used by Xiaomi and Vivo, 400Hz capacitive shoulder triggers, and an optional dual fan, dual tech thermoelectric cooling clip on cooler and now let's look at some pictures and for those of you wondering well you're just gonna have to tap on the link to read more to see the pictures or if you're watching via well video oh yeah you're getting a full experience the android 11 powered red magic 6 comes in three flavors all of which share the same 6.8 inch 
FHD plus AMOLED screen with 500Hz single touch or 360Hz multi-touch sampling for better gaming response. Likewise, the devices pack identical cameras, a 64MP main shooter, an 8MP ultra-wide camera, and a 2MP macro camera on the rear, plus an 8MP selfie camera on the other side. You also find a 3.5mm headphone jack across the series, and they just look cool. They do. For some reason, when I look at this, I think Iron Man, just because of how like you expect it to do something, and it doesn't. It just sits there like that, but uh, it looks cool nonetheless. The basic Red Magic 6 features a full glass rear body, and it comes in either carbon fiber black or more flamboyant cyber neon. It packs a 50-50 mAh battery, which supports up to 66 watt charging, sorry, 5,000. 50 watt, along with 18,000 RPM up from the earlier 15,000 RPM internal fan to assist the phone's vapor cooling chamber and graphene plate. Uh, but then it gets more interesting with the Red Magic 6 Pro, which is available in iron black or ice blade silver, and it adds a piece of aluminum plate across the back to boost heat dissipation. The single battery is replaced by two cells that add up to 4500 mAh, and despite the lower total capacity, this allows for a more rapid 120 watt charging. A mere five minutes brings a dead phone back up to 50%, which is pretty impressive. Furthermore, the fan speed on the Pro goes up to a faster 20,000 RPM. And finally, there's the Dow Transparent Special Edition, which not only has a glowing fan, but also up to 18 gigs of RAM. Now, I know what you're wondering, what's the price? Well, the Tencent Games Optimized Red Magic 6 is already available for ordering in China, with the base model starting around 590 US, and the Pro model around $680 US. The Premium Dow Transparent Edition is asking for around $865 US. Uh, which comes with 16 gigs of RAM and 256 gigs of storage, or around $1,100 US, which would get you the 18 gigs of RAM and 512 gigs of storage. But yeah. The good news for the majority of us is that Nubia is also prepping a global launch for the Red Magic 6 series on March 16th, which will likely be preloaded with Google services. We shall hear more then. Oh man, it's just it's it looks cool. I like I like sorry, I like cool looking smartphones. They look cool. And they and it got they're beefy too. <laughs> okay, enough. And finally we have a interesting um proposition here. How would you like to have superhuman hearing while Alphabet's Moonshot Lab is working on a device to give people just that? So Let's dig into the last article and see what we got. Alphabet has attempted to take on some wild projects over the years, like a crop-sniffing plant buggy and fish-tracking cameras, but now its X-Lab is working on a project that could give people superhuman hearing. As Insider first reported, the project, codenamed Wolverine, is exploring the future of hearing through sensor-packed hardware. The team members of which spoke to Insider anonymously say they're currently trying to figure out how to isolate people's voices in a crowded room, or make it easier to focus on one person when overlapping conversations are happening around you. They've already iterated on a device multiple times, including devices that covered the whole ear and others that protruded from above the ear. These iterations have been large because the team incorporates a lot of microphones into the build, but newer versions are smaller, according to Insider. Multiple people from hearing technology companies have joined the team, including talent from Starkey Hearing Tech and Eargo. 
Insider says the Wolverines team's goals most closely aligned to that of Whisper, a company that came out of stealth last year. That team has managed to isolate sounds through a sound separation engine, which adapts to wear's environments. This suggests the lab's goal isn't just to create a device everyone would want, but rather more of an enhanced hearing aid. The Alphabet's team isn't focused on just one device or one use case, Insider says. The team is looking to build a successful business with multiple devices and models, so if they're successful, you might start wearing Google-owned hearing aids. But it um, all remains to be seen. But yeah, uh, that'd actually be pretty, pretty impressive. And with that, that wraps up this episode of the Lays in Tech News. Thanks for tuning in. Lays in Tech News can be found on every major platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and wherever else podcasts are found. If you enjoyed this episode, let us know by leaving a review and sharing this episode with a friend. Also, double check that you are subscribed so that you don't miss the next episode. I'm your host, Taylor American. Remember, for Lays in Tech, Gadget, and Gaming News, visit technewsgadget.net. Pretty much keep being awesome, guys, and I'll see you on the flip side.